every second of every day, everybody around you is broadcasting a signal. Your ability to read other people depends on how well you're able to read this signal. Imagine if you could know what a girl is thinking without her ever saying a single word to you. These abilities might seem like they're straight out of a Marvel movie, but the truth is that with the right knowledge, you can get a glimpse into a person's mind and know what they're really thinking. The frequency that allows you to read people like an open book is called body language, and most people are not consciously aware of their own body language. Therefore, the ability to tune into this frequency and pay attention to the tiny details is like tapping into a whole new world, allowing you to finally see what is unseen by most. According to science, the human mind and body are directly linked, so they're basically mirrors of each other. When a girl is attracted to you, her body will broadcast what her mind is thinking, and the better that you are at reading the signals, the better your game will be. You see this all the time. People around you display odd behaviors, and intuitively, you know that something is odd, but you just don't know what. Picture the girl who was lying to her mother about sneaking out last night. While talking, she might clear her throat often or scratch her head. At face value, these behaviors might just make the girl seem like she has a cold or an itch. But depending on the context, they might also show that she's being dishonest and trying to deceive her mother. If you've ever wondered why your parents are experts at knowing when you're lying, it's because they know your baseline behavior or how you act normally. So it's easy for them to spot the tiny changes in your behavior that occur when you're lying. A great example of this is a girl that I know, and whenever she's nervous, she quickly sniffs as if she's trying to clear her nose. When taken at face value, she probably seems like she's simply clearing her nose. But this tiny gesture that most people would ignore actually means that she's nervous around whoever she's talking to. During any interaction between people, about 20% of the communication is through spoken words, but the other 80% is through body language. A huge part of a person's body language is their voice tone, and you can learn a lot about what is going on inside of their mind just by paying attention to their voice. Imagine this, you walk into the cafeteria at school. You see a group of kids sitting at one of the tables. It might even be your own group of friends. If you want to know who the leader of that group is, look for the person who speaks with the strongest voice. Notice how I said the strongest and not the loudest. When listening to each person's voice, some will be loud, some will be very soft, but one voice will sound and feel stronger than the rest. And this is the leader of the group. This is the easiest way to find the leader of any group, and is also a great way to project confidence and become the leader within your own group. The next time that you're walking through the mall or the store, or even when around friends or family, consciously pay attention to the strength of each person's voice. A strong voice is a good sign that they probably also have a strong personality. And a weak voice is a good sign that they probably have a weak personality. But when reading anyone, always make a conclusion based on several signs instead of only one. They say the eyes are a window into the soul. And while this is true, so is a person's walk. Every day, wherever you are, you see tons of people walking around. With billions of people on the planet, there is no shortage of people to look at. The average person pays more attention to your words than your walk. But a person's walk is what tells the truth. There are some exceptions to this, but in most cases, a strong walk means the person has a strong personality. The next time that you're around lots of people, really pay attention to each person's walking style 
and you'll begin to see the tiny details that most people miss. How does this person walk? If they're constantly looking down, avoiding eye contact, or scurrying along with close, aimless steps, this could indicate a weak personality. A person with a strong, confident personality will take wider steps, and when they walk, each step will look meaningful, as if the person has somewhere important to be. A person's walking style, voice tone, and specific body language gestures can all give away what is going on inside of his or her head. But there is yet another way to get a glimpse inside of the mind of anyone around you, and it's with the spoken word. Every day, billions of words are spoken, but very little attention is paid to each individual word. To unlock the minds of everyone around you, pay close attention to some of the key words that most people miss. Like body language, the words that people speak allow little pieces of their personality and thoughts to leak out into the world. Picture the kid in school who says the words, I guess, after every sentence. These words, although missed by most people, reflect a lack of confidence and uncertainty. Some other words that people with a weak personality use often are, I don't know. By paying attention to the words that people speak, you'll find that you can group most people into two categories. Those with an active, strong personality, and those with a passive, weak personality. Those with a weak personality will frequently describe things in a passive way, and they'll use words that make them sound as if they are not actually in control of their life, and they'll make it appear as if things are just happening to them. Those with a strong personality will speak directly. Oftentimes, a weak personality will leak out through words and cause the person to always sound like they're verbally beating around the bush instead of speaking directly and concisely. It is important to understand that the human brain is very powerful and during thought, it only uses verbs and nouns. It is the adjectives and adverbs that really help to tell the story of what's going on inside of their head. Now, before you can effectively read anyone, you should know that childhood experiences are the driving force that shape every adult. The cashier at the local grocery store and the girl in the local bar both live their adult life according to the habits and the behaviors that they learned as children. In other words, the things that we learn and experiences that we have as children shape who we will be for the rest of our life unless we consciously work to change. For example, Picture a child who was raised in a way that causes him to become insecure. Because of this, the child might grow up to spend his entire life living with his parents. And if he does finally move out, the fear from the insecurity will show up in other ways and might cause him to fear strangers. Every person develops certain desires and drives as children, and they will go on to spend the rest of their life chasing after these desires. Another example is the youngest child in the family who was showered with attention by his parents. Later on in life, when he moves away from his parents, he will find other ways to regain this attention that he had lost, such as dressing in an attention-seeking way or taking part in activities that get the attention of other people. Think about the child who was bullied in school. Since bullying took all of his power away and made him feel weak during childhood, as an adult, he will most likely act in ways that help him to look powerful and strong. This is the psychology behind many of the bodybuilders who put on so much muscle that they end up looking like mutants. Knowing things that happen to a person during their childhood, especially traumatic things, can allow you to truly understand why people behave in certain ways as an adult. Even something as simple as the person's birth order can explain how they behave as an adult. Now the four main birth order positions are the oldest child, the youngest, the middle child, and the only child. 
The oldest child is known to get mad after his younger siblings steal all of the attention from the parents, which can lead to jealousy and even a loss of confidence. The youngest child in a family normally competes for attention with the oldest, and this rivalry can last an entire lifetime. The youngest child is usually a risk taker because, as children, they learn that they can get what they want by taking risks. When carried into adulthood, this risk-taking behavior can take on many forms, some destructive and others not so much. It is no coincidence that most of the extremely ambitious people that you see in the world, such as Jay-Z, were the youngest child in their family. Now, the middle child in a family tends to suffer the most because they receive the least attention, and the only child is likely to become overconfident, bordering on arrogant. Something to remember about only children is that they're more likely to be sensitive to criticism, and if they were spoiled by their parents, once they become adults, they might look for every possible way to become the center of attention. Everything you like and dislike, including people, places, and things, are all directly linked to your childhood. And by knowing this fact, you can better know yourself and you'll be much better at reading other people. They say the eyes are the window into the soul. And if you swap out soul for personality, then there's a lot of truth to this statement. A look into a person's eyes can tell you if they have a weak or a strong personality. And they can even tell you if the person likes you. If you approach the girl that you like at work or at school and her pupils get very large, this is a subconscious signal that she's very excited to see you and might like you. When talking with your friends, watch their pupils dilate and grow very large when you start talking about a topic that they're very interested in. Eye contact easily serves as one of the most important ways to read someone, and when used correctly, you can use eye contact to project confidence and even attraction. The next time you're around people, pay attention to their eyes and where they look. Evading eye contact is a sign of a weak personality, and if you lack confidence, it is one of the favorite ways for girls to read you and find out. One of the best signs to watch for to find out if a person has a strong personality is steady eye contact, which means that the person is not afraid to hold eye contact with other people for an extended period of time. To effectively read anyone, it is useful to understand the most common personality types, and most people can be grouped into the introvert or extrovert category. An extrovert is someone who responds to almost everything around them by taking some sort of action. Extroverts draw energy from the outside world, and each one can be described as a people person. An extrovert is the person at work or school who always seems to be talking, and they usually know everyone around them. The extrovert is a person who is friendly, action-oriented, talkative, sociable, enthusiastic, and outgoing. On the flip side, an extrovert can also be attention-seeking easily distracted, and they can have a lot of trouble spending time alone. Now the second type of personality is the introvert, and this person tends to solve problems by looking inward at their own thoughts, perceptions, and feelings. The introvert actually needs time alone to recharge after being around a lot of people, and they tend to have a much smaller social circle. It is really easy to tell an introvert apart from an extrovert, because the extrovert will almost always speak before thinking while the introvert will rarely speak without first thinking about what they want to say. Keep in mind that many people are somewhere in the middle of these two extremes. And when reading other people, one of the most important things to understand is that everything a person owns is an extension of their personality. The car that they drive, the clothes they wear, and even down to the color of their smartphone. For example, imagine the guy at the gym who wears all black. 
everything that he has on is black, even his headphones. Black is a color used by people to appear dark, evil, or dangerous, and it's also the color that is most commonly used to project power. If you were to go to this man's house, you'd probably find that his bedding, his TV, and most of his wardrobe is also black. So what would cause a person to choose all of these products in black? As a child, this man was either bullied or felt weak, and as an adult, he is subconsciously choosing products that are black and behaving in ways that make him seem dark, evil, and powerful. And since all of this is happening on a subconscious level, he wouldn't even be able to tell you why he's choosing everything he owns in these colors. Another key to reading people is understanding that every person on the planet is always moving away from pain or towards pleasure. These are the two driving forces behind all human behavior. In the case of the guy at the gym, he was moving away from the pain of his childhood, which is when he felt weak, by choosing everything in the color black. Another example is my friend's older sister. Out of three children, she was the oldest, so she was used to getting all of the attention until her younger sister and brother were born and took that away from her. As an adult, she always wears high-end clothing brands and drives a luxury BMW. Throughout her life, she has always looked for men who make enough money to allow her to show off in any way possible. It is no coincidence that she just happened to marry a wealthy real estate investor. Now, my friend's sister always goes out of her way to make others know that she has lots of money and that she's very well off. And all of this showing off behavior is the direct result of the attention that she lost to her siblings during her childhood. This showing off could also be the result of moving away from the intense pain that she felt from growing up in a poor family and always having to compromise because her parents just didn't have enough money. At the end of the day, tuning into the frequency of body language in basic human psychology will tell you so much more about a person than they could ever reveal to you because in most cases, they don't even know why they behave the way they do. This subconscious frequency is always there, just waiting for you to tap into it. And the more that you practice tuning in and paying attention to the tiny details that other people miss, the more you will be able to see what is unseen by most. And with that said, until next time, thanks for watching.